What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the Item 9 Gaming Weekly Podcast. Hey, I'm, hey, your, hey, I'm your host, Gabe Lashley. Join with me, as usual, my co-host, Carter Ridge. What's Graham up, Jordan. What's up? Graham, Graham, what's up? Yeah, we took a hiatus last week, but you know what? We're back. Yeah, we were gone. We're back. Gabe wasn't feeling well. No, I wasn't feeling well. I was. Mm. I, I had some electrolytes, drank some Gatorade. I feel better now. Good, good. But over over the week, over the week though, we did do some stuff. Yeah, we did do some stuff, man. Um, I like to keep busy here. Yeah, we do. You know, we like to make moves at uh, at Nine Gaming. You know, so one of those moves was uh, we had the pleasure of attending the Black Game Pros Mixer at Ubisoft Toronto last boom, week. Boom, boom, boom. So that was pretty cool. What do you guys think of that? Tell tell us about the event, Grant. Well, uh, well, it's a Black Pro Game Mixer. Um, uh, with like a bunch of industry uh people of color who are just doing amazing things um coming in right now uh the director of uh of um international events international events leon winkler of ubisoft yeah of ubisoft doing amazing things uh raymond uh graham if you check his like uh gamer list of uh, just games he's worked on yeah he's the direct technical director at unity Unity right now uh tanya depos depos yeah depos um uh, from i need diverse games yeah so true, so true, and uh, um, our uh, host, Adrian. host, you know, and, and and the reason that we were able yeah. to come. So big ups, big ups, to Adrian, uh, the Black Class cosplayer. Yeah, Esco Blades, Mr. Esco Blades oh, himself. Big ups, big ups. So thank you for put, putting together and uh, putting on item nine. Yeah, you know, um, amazing uh, event. That was cool. You know, really insightful evening. Thanks for the follow on the Instagram too. Man. Yeah, shout yeah. out, man. Shout out, man. Honestly, real. thanks for the retweets, the follows, and stuff. It means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. That that you know, like um, it shows it shows an authenticity behind these um, like uh, outreach things that uh, that 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 Ubisoft's doing. You know, and um, having to be so organic and real, it, it means a lot because yeah. actual the actual networking isn't just like face value stuff. Like we've been able to keep up with um, uh, a few of these lovely people, and hopefully we'll be working with them soon in the future too. Yeah, for sure. You and if you mean? haven't seen the video, you know, go to YouTube. Yeah, go to check YouTube. It out. Check it out. Adam Nine Gaming. You can search um, Black Game Pros Mixer 2020. should be up there. You should check out the site, too, on gaming.ca. Yeah, there's a little blog post about yeah. it. But uh, how have you guys been, man? What have you guys been up to this week? Carter, Carter, what's, what's you up? You go first, Grant. Me? Ah, man, I've just been chilling, relaxing, playing some uh, playing, playing some uh, Bioshock Collection still, man. I'm just trying to really be, be – it's going to be the one game that I actually get 100% on all the trophies. I haven't done it yet, so that's I'm, I'm making a little personal thing because I don't get a lot of game time much anymore. I'm just working a lot, so – it's something I'm ch- I'm chewing away at. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been I've been working when I'm not working. I've been you know me playing my Pokemon Go with the Sinnoh event. I just got got super lucky, like a one in over seven thousand chance of hatching a shiny Riolu, and I was one of those lucky mofo's that got one. I know like at least like sixty people that go hard in Pokemon Go. Yo, this guy's only always one, playing Pokemon only Go. One oh, he's man playing it every, though. every week. Every week we ask Carter what he's up to yo, and he's just good. like you know, I just yo, been playing has, Pokemon yo, Go. Yo, have me back. It's, I stopped for two years and then you know my my childhood instincts of just Pokemon just you're like, a, me you're back like in, a junkie bro, who's can't. relapsed. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like I was like, clean for two years, and bro, o- OLG. It's like, it's like the OLG slot things. Like you know what I mean? Like like the like the, like the, the tickets that you get. And then it's I just one kept chasing my magic It gets you out. It gets you out exercising. You know, you're not just sitting at home gaming. I go down on rocks, bro. Mm. Actually, been, yo, sh- straight facts, yo. These two past weeks, honestly, bro, you could check my Pokemon Go stats. I've had like 80 kilometers these past two weeks. 
on God, bro. I'm Special actually walking down by the lake, bro. I walk from like my house to like Ethan's house all around there, like back. Nah, yo, don't nah, say that because Ethan's gonna hear the podcast and be like, "Yo, Carter was by my house and he didn't link me." <laughs> yo, a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't be saying that. You gotta be careful. There you out here not linking friends. <laughs> Terrible. Oh man. So that's that's kind of been where, where, where we've been at for the week. Yeah. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. What, what, oh, what oh, actually, Gabe? Yeah, Gabe. Yeah. You can't be skipping the main. You know. Well, you know, just been working mostly. You know, but uh, I recently decided to hop back into Days Gone. So uh, I didn't put, I didn't finish it at first. When it first came out, it kind of fell off. But you know, they kind of like tweaked it with some updates, and you know, the story isn't bad. It's it's good, man. I'm I've just gotten, I think I've gotten through this kind of like kind of stagnant part in the game where it's like now I'm get we're implementing some new story elements in there, mm-hmm. a new like place on the map. So, uh, how, how deep is the story actually getting? Uh, the story, like, the story's deep. Sometimes it's too deep, bro. I'm skipping cutscenes, deep. Like see, I, that's what yo. That happened to me. That happened to me. Out of frustration, the end of Fallen Order. I'm like, yo, buddy, come on. Let whoa, me whoa, me whoa. Out. Why would you skip a? No, 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 no. I'm talking about I'm talking about the fight scene. The fight scene when, when when you lose when you lose and then you have to go through it all over again. When oh, yo, boss, when you that kept on at happening the, at me, the bro. second sister. Yeah, yeah. I kept on dying. <laughs> she oh, my oh, ass. oh my gosh. Not the skip, skip, skip. Yeah, that was that was kicking my ass at that part yeah. of the game. No, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly surprised Days Gone has had this much staying power or pickup power again. Because after I played that bit, I was like, eh. Yeah, eh. but you know, um, you that's just me. You know, just trying to trying to another game that I like to hop back into because it's so big and there's like just so much stuff to do is uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like that's been on my PlayStation for like a few years now, and I, it's a fun game to go back to and like hop in. True. And uh, play around on that because there's so much to do. Like I haven't even uncovered the whole map. It's so big, like uh-huh. it's ridiculous. But it's like it's such a good game, though, man. Like they changed up a few things from you know kind of the standard Assassin's Creed formula, which is good in a way. But to me, like the story for it kind of got weird because like instead of like this super cool assassin, you're now this kind of like demigod kind of person i know like you probably it's hercules it's the Egypt bro one, right? no this no, no, is the no, no. Greece one Greek which is one, awesome one. actually oh, like which okay. is gr- i, sk- I skipped origins like that was the first assassin's creed game i'd been playing a long that was time the Egypt uh, one, right? yeah remember we played it at, at e3 yeah, that yeah, year and yeah, i was just yeah. like i'm not i wasn't feeling this but i played um odyssey and i like it i didn't i wasn't hooked on it to the fact where i was like yo i have to play this game through to the end because it was just so big and, and mm. immersive but um yeah, it's definitely a good game that I like to go back to. Yeah, general. I find it hard it's, to get it's back. It's definitely a good game to have. Speed, in, in so a yeah, really, it's a good game to have. Like I, I find okay. myself going back to play that quite a bit. Yeah, because like ah, I don't know. I like don't I'm know. off this. I'm off for this week, and I think like I'm gonna play a bunch of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, man. <laughs> that sounds like, good. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Yeah, well, this is uh, Item Nine Gaming Weekly. You know where we discuss the uh, video game news of the week. A lot of stuff happened this week coming out from Sony. Big news dropping Jeff Keighley concerning E3. So like, what we 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 got a lot to talk about. Um, what do you guys and what do you guys want to talk about first, man? Oh, where is Jeff Keighley? We know where he's not going to be at E3, E3 2020. Tough. That's a real Hard. tough. It's one. crazy. First it's crazy. first time in twenty five years. Yo, I, as soon as as soon as Sony said they weren't coming, I was. I was already getting like a bit of weird feelings, you know, like I was 
being like, what what is happening here? And so, then so break break it down, uh, Graham. Uh, like, what uh, did uh, Jeff uh, Keeley say? Like, uh, what basi- did, basically, what 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 he's what he was talking about is that um uh, is that it's just almost sort of um time for him to move on. And uh, he wasn't happy with the direction that E3 wasn't able to figure out how to take itself in. And I have a couple quotes from uh, from from his release on Twitter. So just going through it real quickly. So just going through it real quickly. Um, so when he was asked about uh, let me get it here. Yeah, he's saying that he doesn't really feel comfortable participating, given what he knows um, the show is today, right? And that's uh, coming from Twitter. And basically, yeah, we're not too sure what exactly that means, but. There's been a lot of problems uh, with E3 recently, with the doxing that's gone on, the release of people's names in 2019, the fact that there hasn't been uh, Sony showing up, all these big names kind of floating away. It seems it kind of uh, uh, really lost its way. And so in that now, um, just to lose again, like another mainstay that's been a big part of the brand and having that person themselves question what direction the brand itself is going in really just made it um uh, like like another nail in the coffin of E3 being a show that is going to be something that might get downgraded I think. Yeah, like and I have like the statement here. Um it says and this was just like something he put on Twitter. He says for the past 25 years I've attended every electronic ex- entertainment expo covering, hosting and sharing E3 has always been a highlight of my year, not to mention a defining part of my career. I've debated what to say about E3 2020. While I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you, the fans, about precisely what to expect from me. I've made the difficult decision to decline to produce E3 Coliseum for the first time in 25 years. I will not be participating in E3. I look forward to supporting the industry in other ways and at other events in the future. And, like, he kind of answered people on on Twitter as well, and then... Yeah, I have uh, some things he was saying uh, to the post. He said, based on what's been communicated to me about the show, I just don't feel comfortable participating. It's no secret that E3 needs to evolve, and I have lots of ideas around that, but I have decided to take a wait-and-see approach. I'm looking forward to learning more about the ESA's vision for the show beyond what was in the blog post last week. So basically what that means is taking it from like a traditional trade show, like an industry-based driven show yeah. to, and we even see it on the website, more of a gamer um, uh, accessible thing. And I think that's changed a lot with the past few years. Like 2017, um, is that? Is that that was it? the first year they opened the it up year, to the yeah. public. And then um, uh, 2018 and 19 now, it's 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 been pretty open. I, I mean, was, I w- oh. yeah, like as a whole, like we kind of talk about like the evolution like where the state of e3 is right now like yeah so what i was thinking about what jeff was saying where he wanted it to go is he wanted it to be more like with where fans all over the world can join in and play so it doesn't have to be us on the play for like where they have the demos available for playstation and everybody at that has a playstation or has a pc can go and play test these demos and watch videos of like what's happening at E3, but also at the same time be able to play those games without actually having to go because it is a lot of money to go to E3, mm-hmm. to go for the planes and your hotel and everything like that. It's not something that everyone can do. So having it accessible to everyone like that, I think would be a really big game changer for E3 as a whole. I think, though, to comment on that, though, me personally, I think E3 is been pretty accessible, like especially from, you know, the 2010s area where, like, 
everything is being live streamed on your on your on your phone you can on your computer anyway you can watch these pest conferences you can see live gameplay demo showcases on like ign and GameSpot. um but i think part of like the magic of e3 is like you know going there and experiencing it for yourself i don't think that everybody you know should be able to play like the de- eventually yeah they should be able maybe be able to play these uh demos but i think that that's part of the experience of going to e3 is like being the only like the first people to play these new games yeah. and stuff like that. I I, I can understand that, but uh, for me, it's like it's it's just it's um it's cool to see that uh from from the leaving of like a lot of these big people that they've actually had to come to gamers now. So it's mm-hmm. weird, right? So like I have like something that was such a such a huge. It's like it almost feels like if like the Oscars or like something was like, hey, yeah, free, like tickets, free tickets, free tickets, free tickets. Like, you know, yeah, the untouchable yeah. system is now reaching down really closely to me and like, hey, yeah. please come, please come, because they realize how much they actually need us now. Yeah, and it, right? and that comes too from like you know, um, moving away from uh, brick and mortar stores and moving towards more digital storefronts. Yeah. Because a lot a long time ago it was basically um, uh, developers and publishers trying to sell their games to retail stores. Mm-hmm. So now you know we have digital platforms and uh, digital shops, and you know I think that's something that uh, just happens over time with uh, evolution. You know, like eventually everything is becomes a digital storefront. So I think that. Um, I think that, uh, again, even with Sony backing out too, it's kind of like a shock. It's been so synonymous with E3. Both in 1995, um, Sony announced the PlayStation and E3 was had its first uh, trade show. And I think that that's, um, it, it is kind of weird to see that they're kind of um, both going in different directions. I know, like, things started to change up with Sony when they uh, did their their PlayStation um, experience, uh, their their reveal for for um, for the P- PS4 and uh, and a and a showcase event in New York on uh, in like February of 2013 instead of waiting for E3 and even that year though when they announced it at E3 they just waited and planned everything and marketed everything like taking shots at like the Xbox One's price yeah. point and the, the game sharing capabilities and, and things like that. And I think now when it, when they first said they weren't going to show up in 2019, I was just like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know, the, the this generation's kind of dying down. Um, uh, we, we already know what we're, we're, we're going to get from, from PlayStation. But for them to pull out in 2020, it's kind of like, uh, do they... Th- do do they not are they going to do their own event or is it kind of just them being cocky and saying you know we the ps4 sold amazing we know the ps5 is gonna gonna sell amazing too yeah and without kind of showcasing any of the games or the hardware right now so no i i, I definitely i definitely think it's weird not having them there but also at the same token too even other like publishers and, and uh, uh producers having distanced themselves from e3 as a whole like like Microsoft, Microsoft's even outside of E3. They're not even really in E3. They're yeah. doing the Microsoft experience. Nintendo Direct, same issue as well, too. Um, well, Nintendo, Squ- has a, Nintendo has a presence on on the, on the floor, but they don't yeah. hold a press conference. They just do their little, like, online. Verbal distancing, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's constantly, everyone's trying to see how much they really need this. And Sony's in a place where they feel like they don't need it, but Microsoft's in a way where it doesn't really matter 
to them because it's like how much does Xbox really take up from Microsoft as a whole even? And that kind of like gets to other topics as well too. But um uh um it's just it's just how much is it needed and where where is that money really going? Uh, Sony doesn't have as much resources, I believe, so they need to really take hard looks at where it's going to be worth it. E3 hasn't been showing to be worth it, and it's because they haven't been showing up. It's like Catch Twenty Two thing, right? Yeah, um, okay. you know. Um, so like, yeah, like uh, to me, it, yeah, it's, it's 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 not a good spot for for E3 to be in, and it doesn't really bode too well for for it makes a lot of opportunity for other people like ours, like ourselves, like third party, like people getting into industry as a new thing. But it's no longer going to be um, as it was before. Oh yeah, I agree. It's, it's so weird, man. It's weird. You know, it's, it, it is. It is weird not having Jeff Keighley there. It's, it was a mainstay. It was a yeah. mainstay for real. Because like he's like really passionate about the games, man. Mm-hmm. It's 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 good to see. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. And then and you look at all these other conventions too, which people have been saying for years. There's so many. There's PAX East, PAX South, mm-hmm. PAX West, um, GamesCon, all, a whole TwitchCon, all these things, man. Do you, you think that's going to happen then? the Blizzard too. BlizzCon. I think, I think E3 then will have to survive then by becoming more in that global direction, by becoming smaller set widespread things like PAXs. And that's that's kind of where I think that if it's going to go in that direction where it's going to be player first, then it just has to be super accessible. That's, that's why they, in a lot that's of locations. That's why they need to go with that. If anybody can play it at home, I think. Well, that's it, the best, it's, it's, it hasn't. It's not like publishers has been doing that with like you know uh, giving access to live demos live and betas demos right away. the same yeah, day right the away. Show, it, that we've been going in that direction, but that's mm-hmm. just because like you know they want to do something cool. And I really, I, yeah. I feel out of like a necessity as in where E3 really needs people to be coming there now, right? And yeah. feels a lot more necessitive than um uh, the giving of a free live demo. Yeah, totally, man. Yeah. So what's next? And again, speaking of Sony, yeah, um, the rumored production cost of the PlayStation Five is set to be four hundred and fifty dollars. That's pretty crazy. And that's just bones. to make it. That's too. just to make the it, man. PlayStation Four was only what four hundred dollars on release. It was a. Uh, it was yeah. actually three ninety nine, three eighty one per unit. I got, I got got the numbers here to make right the now. to make to make the, the PS Four three ninety nine for PS Four. Yeah, yeah. So three eighty one for for just making it. Yeah, yeah. To make it three ninety nine. That was PS Four. So now it's four fifty. They're only making a, what a ten dollar profit on production. Yo, like nineteen bucks. That's what they're saying, bro. They make twenty bucks on thing. They're betting on the game. Yeah, but the the it sold over like a hundred million. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so hundred million times twenty. Is it has good. it sold over a hundred million? I think so. I think it has. Why not? Let's just say so. So what, what do we think it's going to be? Probably, I'm hoping no more than like well, 500. If it's that, then they're making a $50 profit so on each one. Yeah. But I'd be okay with 500. 600, I don't know. But we're already we're seeing. Canadian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's going to be a lot more expensive, yeah. right? It's, I hope it's 500 US. <laughs> yeah, but 500 oh. US, like 650 still, I know, <laughs> I know. Hopefully it'd be like but it's already four fifty US. I think I think it'd be four ninety nine. I think it'd be four ninety nine. I think that's fair. It's under five hundred dollars. No, if it's four ninety nine, that's cool. That's four nine is fair. Four nine is fair. Anything under five hundred. That's not under five hundred. That's five hundred. Then tax and was like five fifty. I can't do that's four ninety nine. You just said that's under five hundred. As in like it's gonna be four ninety nine US. It's not gonna be four ninety nine Canadian. That's true. That's true. Well, it depends. It's always gonna be over five hundred for us, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just can't. I can't. It's over five hundred dollars, though, man. That's well, it's gonna be over five hundred Canadian. Yeah, I know, but if it's like over five hundred uh, US, that's nah, too much. I know, that's, that's too much, too much sauce. Could it be I'm, a year I'm probably still gonna get a day one. Yeah, oh, of, course. of course. Last of Us Two is too real. 
That's and, uh, and it has the backwards compatibility. That's what helped me back with the do. PlayStation both 4 at Both first. of them do, though. Both of them do. So it's... What? Xbox Series. Xbox Series as well. Oh, yeah, fully yeah, backwards compatible. But the so PlayStation now, 4 didn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but not... Like, but PlayStation 4 came with that cool price. So that's how... <laughs> will the same thing happen again, yeah. right? Like, is it... Is it gonna be worth it? Like, what, what, what are some like launch titles coming up for for the Xbox X series that we know of right now? Oh, I don't even know, you dude. Know? Like, uh, I think uh, no. The, the thing is, they don't have any exclusives. Like, they have Halo and stuff. Yeah. But they're not making any Xbox One X series exclusives. They want all of their their whole ecosystem to be cohesive. They don't want to like lock Xbox One players out. Mm. You know, by making these exclusive games. Okay. So like that's kind of the approach that they're getting at, and I think. With the whole like the manufacturing cost of the um with the PlayStation stuff, um I think this is Sony kind of having to wait and see what Microsoft says with the release of their console before mm-hmm. we get yeah. any Definitely confirmed pricing. Yeah. And I think that's what they're doing for most of the hardware and the titles that they haven't announced yet. I think they're waiting to see what Microsoft says first, and then they're gonna fold out their cards. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Classic Sony moves. The old wait and see. Sly dogs. They're yeah. sly dogs. Naughty yeah. dogs, one might say. Yeah, they are some naughty dogs. Mm-mm-mm. But man, they just got the content. Mm-hmm. They, they They're do. killing it. Godfall? That looks pretty interesting. Godfall looks pretty good, man. God of War 2? Oof. If we, yeah, mm-hmm. if we do get a God of War 2, man. Oh, I'd cry. Jeez. But, um... With, is there anything that make you switch? In state, in state, in state of one only? Oh, like, no. like we're we're all we're all pretty much Sony guys, I'd say. Yeah. Here at this table. Yeah. But you know, price point. Let's say let's say the price point. Yo, is like hundred dollars more. I like that new game. I like that game though. That Project Myra. Project Mira. Which one? Which one Ma- was that? Oh, Project Mara from Ninja Project Theory. Project Mara. That's it. Yeah. yeah oh, that oh, one oh. The, um, uh, I'm the hoping set, that comes to PlayStation. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um. Sen- 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 Senua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Hellblade. Yeah, Hellblade yeah. 2. Hellblade 2. Sorry. But I think that, um, I think I'm still going to get probably get both, to be honest. Wow. You always Boy, do you that, can't even afford yeah. one, let alone both. Well, yeah, I always get both. Gabe's yeah. a baller, man. Even if, it's true. Even if it's not about that. I just like video games so much. Even, like, it's not even true. about that. It's just I want to play all the games. I know. That's what I mean. You need to have access. Just like I when... Uh, like, I just didn't like Xbox the Xbox. exclusive games out, too. I was cheesed yeah. that I missed, uh, missed out on Remedy's um, exclusives for Xbox. Um, oh, they just the, had the one the uh, Quantum Break. Yeah, but I was like a big... Good, like, yo, they even talk Gabe about bringing some Alan Wake stuff back. Quantum Break is dope. I'm a big Alan Wake fan, so anything... From Remedy, I'm looking. Yo, dude, you got to play Control then, man. I, Yo, okay, I want the thing about it, Control is... Yo, control? Speaking, speaking of uh, Control, me and me and Gabe, uh, hopefully soon we're going to have a Let's Play of uh, Control. But Jeez, jeez, jeez. All right. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> that was <great>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, hey, so uh, yeah, contro- Control was good um, because it was just, like, it was just very rich in content in terms of, like, Okay, this is a game where I picked up everything that I found and read everything. Like yeah, I actually I, fucked with yeah, like yeah. I went yeah, on the yeah, wiki yeah. and was just like, yo, I want to read all the backstories for all, everything here. Like it was so good, man. Like this the world they they created with oh man. It's uh, that's, that's deep, it's deep as and yo, and Alan Wake is connected to is in the same universe as Control. Really? And they're coming out with Alan Wake DLC. Yo, I'm down for that. Yeah. I, I got I got Alan Wake. I rented Alan Wake. Yeah. And then Alan Wake was too scary. And then I got me. the DLCs. And then I bought the game. Yeah, American Nightmare was dope. I didn't play American Nightmare. That's that's when it got cheesy. And I was like, forget this. 
I just, I just wanted the serious, my serious sound wake. I, I didn't like him getting all cheese. I, I didn't get to play that. American Nightmare was cool. It was? I just watched a walkthrough of it, but. How was it? It was good, man. They had played some, uh, some good music in there. Mm. It's just one song on loop, but it's a good song. Put the lime in the coconut. It's not one song on loop. Put the lime in the coconut. It's Yo, that's, that's the song. That's the Alan Wake song. That's um, the Alan Wake song. Yeah, but on that note. Um, did you guys see about? Did you guys see Dreams from Media Molecule came out? It, did it come mm-hmm. out yet? Yeah, it came out on Valentine's oh, really? Day, Friday. Oh, but like people are creating some cool stuff. Like but yeah, they're like I've making seen a lot. they're making like other other games. Like yeah. you know remakes of like yeah, I've like seen some of those Red Dead Redemption. I saw somebody make a Red Dead Redemption, a Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, no, game. I haven't seen this. But it's like yo, the more popular this stuff gets. And the more people buy um, dreams, like aren't aren't these other publishers and developers gonna be like, yo, how are these guys making off of like making money off of like our intellectual property, right? Because yeah. like, how can you like make pretty much like play. copy an IP from somebody like somebody puts out makes their own version of Sonic and like with all the like uh. the sound effects and likenesses and stuff like that, and like upload it to to dreams, and then you're able to play that. Like, I don't get how that works, but it's crazy, man. People are doing some crazy shit in dreams, man. Yeah. Wow. Let your dreams be dreams. Hey. That's all I'm going to say. They don't have to be dreams anymore. Yeah. That's they true, be, man. They could be on dreams. Literally. <laughs> it's wild. It can be dreams on dreams. Um yeah. I'm kinda I'm kinda excited for, for, for the Avengers beta. I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself up for that. Oh, I pre ordered the Ellie edition of uh Last of Us Two the oh, other day. Oh shoot. Ooh. So, ooh. I think it comes with like a backpack or something like that. It looks pretty good. And if you didn't pre order that already, well sold out. It's sold out, dude. They made me ooh. drop a twenty five dollars on it. Jeez, real quick. They made me I don't know how much it is. <laughs> you wanna know just like yo, I, I don't buddy, give me it. It doesn't matter. I want it. Doesn't matter how much it is. I want it. You wanna know how many there are? No, money is no problem here. Zero. At item nine gaming. You know what the budget is for item nine gaming? A lot. Infinite. It's just two zeros on the side next to each other. The infinity symbol. Exactly. Infinity. What is it? What does it come with? You see that there? I'm pulling it up still. What do you got there? This guy, I know it comes with a backpack. I need a new backpack. Too. I just want to see how visceral these um uh, these takedowns are going to be it. in The Last of Us 2. It's going to be ty- so wild. You typed in Ellie edition? Yeah, over here. I got it. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Got it. Yo, it's checking Legion. They got some wild takedowns in that too. I'm a big takedown fan in, 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 in my games. Legion, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, um, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs Legion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it comes with a steel ooh, ooh. bookcase, yeah. a 12 inch Ellie statue, oh. a 48 mini art book, um, oh. Ellie's backpack, Jeez. Ellie's bracelet. Is that Jeez. vinyl? Last of Us. Is that a vinyl? Yeah, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Last of Us two, Part 2 logo patch, a Lilligrath art print. A seven-inch uh, vinyl. That's like a nice. Yeah, Jeez, that's cool. blue. Yeah, that's blue. Nice, purple. It's a mauve. Blue or purple. It's that nice. Mauve? Lavender. Nice-looking seven-inch vinyl. Damn. Set of stickers and six pins. Damn. Yo, could I actually get your stickers? No, not a chance. Yo, this guy doesn't give up stickers. I don't give up my stickers. Carter, Carter can confirm. Was this the eighties? I put them in my trapper keeper. Oh, that's a nice. <laughs> that, like the Ellie thing, the butterfly one. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know how much it how much it is, but they they, they asked for a twenty five dollar deposit on it. I said, "Hey, I take my money." I said, "That's it. Take That's it. Twenty five bucks." Take it. Not even mm. coming up with the price. Yo, th- I am a firm believer that I 
that. If you buy a collector's edition of a video game, I think it should come with the fucking season's pass. Yeah. 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 Why no, not? No. No. They don't do that. Do. Why not? What are you talking about? No game does that. Oh, when you they, buy the some co- did. When you bu- when you buy um, well, I think that's like the digital, the digital stuff version. Excuse you. You know what, man? I know I'm still bopping in the brick and mortars, buddy. I think that time is done. No, the only time I stop in EB Games mortar, is looking specifically for collectibles, props yeah. for the office. Is it? Y'all here buying real games? It's true. Yo, but. I heard it's going to be at PAX 2020, too, man. Jeez. Same it's we, playable at PAX 2020. Same, we got to boogie down to the PAX side of things. We can make a day trip to Boston. Oh, Boston's like, not far. Eight hours to get there, guys. <laughs> On Gabe, the road Gabe, again. Gabe get his license, and we got three drivers. I refuse to drive. <laughs> we got to take a train. No, we don't. Oh, you're done, bro. Okay. You're fine. Or a helicopter? You have a whip, Graham, or is it just a pest control? Just man? the pest. It's control. just the pest control oh, truck. Geez. We can't we take that take cross. Sta- we can't take it cross state lines, boys. <laughs> yes, that's a no go. Barely trucking. Yeah. Yeah. Truck's barely trucking. I'm gonna have to truck along that. Truck along that. No way. Mm. No way. What do you? Is there anything else coming out this month? That I don't even think there's anything else coming. It's out a dry this season, month. buddy. It is a dry. It is dry season, man. Mm. Is last year still coming out March or did it got delayed? It's May or something now. Oh, uh, go push back. Yeah. Yeah. May. Mm, teetering. Oh, I can't believe we were so close. Cause it's almost March. We would have been the last of us. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. They literally put on a p- released a, like a an event, and like told everybody to come out, play the game, put out a release trailer with the date on it, and then like pushed it back the week after. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, nah, we can't do this. Mod. <laughs> crazy, man. There was probably a lot of push. Like they were probably like to the the teamwork and they're like all right you guys have to have it for this day and then they did it and then like yeah we can't viably do that you guys want some crunch you want some big yeah. crunch the, the crunch that gamers go the game developers go through is ridiculous yeah they gotta talk to the big boys up at sony you gotta mm. talk to the big boys up at corporate Mm-mm, sie you know yeah sometimes you gotta back creative instead of back in the suits <sighs> arts first bro yeah man that's first it really it is yeah it's an art medium so what's the next for Unman Gaming, guys? What do we got planned? I think we should have got lined up. So first we're gonna we should mention uh, Gabe's sketch, uh, Pints and Pixels. That's not really a sketch, it's but more, more of a segment. Show. Yeah, segment. segment. That's I didn't know the word. I was it's trying more to of a show. Trying to put seriousness to it. Yeah. You know, suits and ties. Yeah, you know, I would like to uh, come up with the uh, nice segment where I uh, I pair some local craft beers with some uh, local craft made Toronto indie games too. You know, uh, actually, you might have someone. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd be drinking a lot of these craft beers, man. Right now, I'm drinking a uh, Jam Up the Mash Dry Hop Sour from uh, the lovely folks at Collective Arts Brewery in Hamilton, Ontario. Mm. So you know, it's a good one. My segment is uh, currently unnamed right now. I'm working on the name, but I already have my first uh, interviewee hooked up already. So uh, I sit down with musicians and we play a game together while I interview them and ask them about them their music uh what video games did they play would they make music for video games stuff like that while we play a game first one's gonna be smash coming out late oh do you know what i was thinking we should do what carter needs to bring his playstation over here we need to play scott pilgrim versus the world yo that's what that's what i need one too i have that yeah it still works dude you can't find that game man I no, know. it's like you, PT. I can't even get the online too because I forgot to buy the Wallace Wells online DLC and you can't buy it no more. Oh, they probably shut the servers down. I got down the Knives Child DLC. They probably, you can't probably hop, hop on online oh, really? anyways. The servers are probably down. 
It might be like just like if I invite someone though and they have it. Oh, that's why I wanted it. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, I guess our only other house cleaning thing would be the starting up of our YouTube. Yeah, we I do want to get that started. We are looking gotta, to just gotta find a couch. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We, we, gotta gotta find find a couch. It, we need a someone, couch by March for my. We thing. need we need a free couch. Yeah. We need a free good looking couch. It's someone out there. Couch. We're down to put some. Oh yeah, yeah. In. We'll put some money in, but if you could supply us a plus couch. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Yeah. Mm. But uh, that's it for this episode, man. Of I'm uh, Nine Gaming Weekly. Thanks, guys, for listening. No, it's been real. Thank Don't forget you. to like, comment, and subscribe. Oh yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> yeah, Follow us sure on uh, Instagram, Adam Nine Gaming. Follow Facebook. us on Twitter, Adam Nine Gaming. Like the Facebook page. YouTube coming up soon. Hit us up on YouTube. Check out the Black Game Pros Mixer 2020 yeah. video. You know, subscribe to the Patreon. Hit up the website, AdamNineGaming.ca. You know, just keep it locked here, Adam Nine Gaming, because uh, we love games here, man. That's all cool. we want to do is talk about these games. So uh, thanks, guys, for listening, and we will see you guys next Sunday, same time, same place. Graham wants to hit the soundboard right I do, now. I do. I want to. What do you want? It? <laughs> That's what we think of you, Graham.